Balanced Living Weekly, episode number 52 with Cliff Ravenscraft and Father Roderick. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Balanced Living Weekly podcast. My name is Cliff Ravenscraft. I'm Father Roderick. And of course, we are here on a weekly basis, uh, with the exception of last week, of course. <laughs> yes, me not having enough balance to do a show. <laughs> we we are glad to be back. Father Roderick and I have a wonderful show, hopefully, to share with you today. And um, I don't know about you, Father Roderick. Is this the first year? No, this is... The, wait, is this the first episode of the new I- year? think it is yeah i don't know i lose track because we we take turns in in getting sick yes so uh it's great for people who run a show about health and balance but uh, in a way we keep balance like (laughs) get sick and then you get better and then i get sick and then i get better and then you get sick again (laughs) well well i i just looked and so since there are less than 14 days since the 13th and we missed one week this has to be our first show of the new year so happy new year to you and to everybody else out there listening new year to you too and May all come true this year <laughs> I, I tell you it has it has started off extremely well um personally for myself i i have uh you know i've experienced a lot more physical health and uh as far as you know getting over sinus infections and stuff like that and i've experienced a, a great deal of uh some some greater spiritual health uh and and we'll talk probably a little bit about that but um I'm afraid when I actually see that you have uh, somewhere here in the show show notes where you said we're going to give an update on how we're doing health slash (gasps) weight wise. I'm a little I'm a little nervous about that part of the show. So tell me, Father Roderick, are are you over (laughs) all of your illness? Uh, More or less. Yes. I I just recovered from uh, a nasty stomach bug. Uh, that was very intense. Uh, just high fever. I had to be. I had to be in bed for two days. That never happened. I mean, the last time I was in bed because I was ill, that was years ago. Uh, but it, it was very intense. But it was fort- fortunately also very brief. And so today I was back on my feet, and I even just came back from a, from a from a run. So uh, step hopped into the shower, and now I'm nice and dry in front of the computer, recording a show and feeling great again. Well, I'm so glad that you are feeling better. I, 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 it's so funny that you and I, well, it's not funny. It's actually kind of sad, but uh, <laughs> it's interesting that, you know, I had one form of illness and then went into a second form of illness, illness right after and you had the same thing happen. And so I'm just, well, you know, I think it's actually uh, not uncommon and uh, especially, well, me getting this, this stomach bug, it's often a side effect of uh, having a, you know, a round of uh, antibiotics because that will, kill off a lot of your defensive systems or and it will kill the kill the what is it the the flora of your uh, in your in your intestines and so you become more um susceptible prone more susceptible to picking up other other stuff as well so that might be part of uh, of the problem but anyway it didn't get us down mentally i I've, I've been listening to a few of your podcasts and i can tell that you are in a totally different place than you were a couple of weeks ago um, and I feel quite the same, so that's that's pretty good. That's what I'm really happy about. It's that, and that's isn't that all that matters? I mean, you know, we all get sick as long as we stay strong. Exactly, exactly. In fact, I, I my my illness definitely. Uh, I think I shared uh, two weeks ago that it was leading me to a great time of uh, self reflection. I've come through 
that still daily doing a lot of self-reflection, but um, I'm actually achieving something in in my balanced life, and, and I'm, I'm glad to actually share something positive here uh, rather than, than the negative that will be coming soon. Uh, so so in, in the efforts of keeping things positive uh, or balanced, I, I've experienced some great strides in my own personal devotional life. And, and so one of the things that I have had a strong desire to do is to wake up early. And of course, that means going to bed early. And uh, ever mm-hmm. since literally the first of this year, and, and I, I I tell people I hesitate to share this because I, number one, I don't want anybody thinking I'm super spiritual or I'm better than anybody else. But also, you know, <laughs> I just pray I can keep it up. But um, mm-hmm. so far, with the exception of one night that I stayed up late because I had an opportunity to do an interview that I didn't want to pass up and I slept in late on purpose that day. Outside Was of that... that- uh, the 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 guy from uh, from from the Twit uh, Cottage. The yes, what's his name? Dane Golden. Yeah, I saw that. I, I saw a video somewhere popping up, uh, or a tweet actually from him, and uh, and I thought, wow, Cliff made it at least to you know one of the aides of uh, of Leo Laporte. So that's there's only one step now. That's right. <laughs> I'm, I'm only one step removed from my goal of uh, of actually being on a Twit show. So we'll we'll see if it ever happens. Um, it's one, it is a dream of mine. But I was interrupting you. No, that's fine. In fact, it's it's cool because I I had three dreams. You know, one of my dreams was that I would finally get to meet Father Roderick face to face. Um, that I would actually have the opportunity to to meet Dan Miller and let him know how much he's you know had inspired me and to interview him on a podcast of mine. And and then the other the other one in my uh, career dream is to be on a Twitch show and meet Leo Laporte. So. Only. I'm pretty sure that will happen as well. We'll see. We'll see. I I, I believe it's possible. So uh-huh. uh, we'll see. Anyway, um, yeah. So one of the things that has happened for me is I have been up waking up be, somewhere between the hours of five a.m. and six thirty in the morning. Wow. Do you set your alarm or do you wake up like that? I of course I set my alarm at first. It was uh, well, and I still do. But um, it, it was very difficult, and I followed. Um, what, what did I say his name was? George Mueller. I followed yeah. his advice. You know, the whole idea is that you have to give yourself at least six to you know six to seven hours of sleep, and and so I, I calculate that out, and that means I need to be going to bed around ten o'clock at night, and you know, hopefully sleeping by eleven is my desired goal, so that I can wake up at five. And if if all of a sudden I notice that I probably won't be asleep until you know, 1130, then I'll, I'll push it back to 530 or six. That's, that's how I've been doing my alarm. But, uh, for the most part, I have been going to bed at, at a, at, you know, somewhere between 10 and 1030 and, uh, successfully getting up at five. It wasn't easy at first. And the, the advice that I followed was the idea was that when your alarm goes off or when, as soon as you wake, immediately get out of bed. Yes. Don't lay yeah. there and pray. Don't lay there and think, Oh God, thank you for waking me up. Uh, you know, no, you get out of bed. Exactly. <laughs> Go drink something. Exactly. And so, so that I followed that advice. It was very helpful. And, um, I will tell you this, this is, this is the Monday night I had that interview with Dane Golden. And then, uh, Tuesday night, Tuesday night, I went to bed at my normal time. And of course, since I had, it was the first time, you know, that was the, the, that, Tuesday morning was the first time I allowed myself to sleep in because I stayed up so late. And yeah. and so that night I was afraid that I was quote unquote out of my routine already. And it's like, I'm, and, and so as I went to bed around 10, 15, I said, God, please do me a favor. Will you please wake me up and make sure 
that I don't sleep in tomorrow. I want to wake up at 5 a.m. Not because of a legalistic and not because I think I'll be awesome if I do and not because I think I'll be guilty. If I, I just really want to have that time alone with you and to make you a priority in my day before. I, mm. And and I said, so God, if you could just make sure that I wake up, that would that's my prayer tonight, that I wake up in time. I am not kidding you. I had the best night's sleep ever and just, I mean, I was solid great sleep matter of fact i even still remember some of the dreams that i have which i hardly ever remember dreams and they were good pleasant dreams and and out of nowhere as if it as if god just kind of like nudged me on the shoulder and said hey dude it's time to get up it's like i just immediately woke and i and i'm like oh what what you know it's like i was immediately alert not tired not sleepy not anything Mm mm-hmm I reached over to grab my phone and I looked at it. My alarm was set for five in the morning. It was four fifty four. It was four fifty four. I immediately got out of bed. I I was able to turn the alarm off, and so I didn't even bother Stephanie. She didn't even have to hear the alarm at five o'clock in the morning. It was a huge blessing, and so. um, So what do you do in the in the morning when you wake up this early? What I've I have I have my routine my routine recently has been this um and and it's it, i can actually call it a routine which is exciting um i get up in the morning and the first thing i'll do is i'll go out and grab a drink something cold to wake me up i don't drink hot coffee or anything like that or actually i have at times drank hot tea uh, some green tea but i'll have a drink and i'll have um a half a cup of granola homemade granola which is uh you know high in fiber and, and all protein and all kinds of other good stuff uh, but I have a half a cup of granola as a snack, and I have uh, something to drink to wake me up. I turn on a lot of lights <laughs> to keep me awake, and I mm-hmm. sit down in a very comfortable chair with my Kindle, which has the New Living Translation of the Bible on it, and I'll sit down, and, I, and I've actually I started back in, I actually decided to start in Romans, and I'll sit down and read. And I don't actually set myself a goal for how much I'm going to read. I'm not like reading a chapter a day or five chapters a day. I'm not trying to read the Bible in a year. I'm just trying to read and and to see what God lays on my heart as I'm reading and as I'm I'm exploring the scriptures once again through the New Testament. And um, I I I found that I'll sit there, and the next thing I know, I'm I was like, okay, well, I just got to the end of this book, or I'm halfway through this book of the Bible. And the next thing I know, it's it's been 60 or 90 minutes that I've been reading God's Word, and it's just been amazing. It has been amazing how much it has brought a lot of peace and clarity to my life, especially because there's still a lot of unknown factors about what my future holds here in 2011, and I've got some big decisions, and I still have a lot of daily things going on, and at the same time, I have found myself at peace and trusting God for direction and saying, God, I'm going to work, you know, as as much as I can and I'm going to do the things that I can and I'm going to try to do these things, but I, I want to make sure that you're leading and you're guiding me. And, and it's weird because I still sometimes struggle with thinking, does God really care about the little details of my individual life? And I know he does, but at the same time, I still struggle with that. And at the so... To, to actually get back to the place where I used to be, and it, it's fun to be back where I, I was once, and I would say I'm actually, I'm, I'm here for the right reasons, I think, this time more in the pa- than in the past, and, and it's exciting. 
That's very cool. And I think um, the peace that you experience, the inner peace is a very good indicator, a very good sign of the fact that you're you're on track you're doing the right thing um if you look at the the great spiritual writers in the past uh, they all stress that you know if you feel turmoil unless you are certain that it is uh, something that god allows that it's it's part of you know some growth pro- process but if you are at peace then you can be sure that you're doing the right thing otherwise there would be warning signs yeah and yeah. so uh, that that is that's that's a very valuable thing. It's something to be very grateful for at the beginning of a, of a new year, especially because, you know, it's still so wide open and who knows what it's going to bring. But if you can start, it's like it's basically starting the year like that is like starting your day with peace. You, you put the right priorities in place and then all the rest will be given almost uh, as a... Uh, as a bonus on top of that, as long as you first see God and, and, and what he wants, then all the rest will be given yeah, like that. Exactly. Matthew 633 is something that came to me uh, as I was uh, doing uh, the devotionals yesterday. It was quite clear. He says, listen, you know, seek, seek, seek my kingdom first, do the things that I say, and everything you need will be provided for you. That, that's all you need to worry about. And I and I and I had to admit, I said, God, but you don't understand. I want more than what I need. <laughs> I'm just being honest. If I have, I mean, if if prayer is just a real conversation with you, God, I, I want to tell you, I want more than what I need. And <laughs> and and so 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 you know, I'm willing to trust you if you give me less than what I want. But God, you know, I I want to follow you, and I and I want to trust you. And if you have to teach me some things, and and things are less than what I expect or want or desire, I'm okay with that, but I'm really struggling with being okay with that. But whatever you have for me, I'm, I'm okay with. And, and exactly. That's, that's, the, that's always the, the, the final thing that you need to say. It's like, well, in the end, it's all up to you. you know? so I'm doing what, here's, my, here's what I would lo- love. This is, this is what I desire. These are, but it, ultimately, you know, you're the one who is in control and, uh, and and I'm giving it up to you. And then, you know, the rest is providence. Somebody, and that's always. <laughs> somebody shared a quote with me the other day. Uh, I think one person attributed it to John Wesley. Somebody else attributed it to St. Ignatius or somebody else or somebody from a long time ago. But um, and, and I'd, I'd love to get your thoughts on this. And, and it's one that actually is like, oh, wow, that's interesting. But at the same time, I want it, it, it was. Um, uh, pray as though everything depended upon God, but work as if it all depended on you. Oh yeah, I know that. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, there. I can see. I can see some valuable principles there, and of course, I, I definitely believe in working and working hard and 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 doing the things you you clearly know to you know without you know without being a sloth. And and I I understand the value of working hard, but I don't know about the second half of that as though you work as though it depends on you. Well, it's it's a uh, it's actually a quote by Saint Augustine, so it's it's really old, um, and uh, I think it's it came from his life. He was a guy who was always wanted to be in control. It was very, you know, basically living a, a, an extremely luxurious life and not caring about anything, not working that much because he had a lot, enough money. And, uh, and and then he converted and he completely changed his life. But he continued to work. I think he he worked more than ever before, uh, but 
this time the work was not to do good in the world and so he, he really could to basically share um what his conversion had brought him with the rest of the world and i think so it, it, it kind of uh it, it shows so you you pray as though everything depends on god which means you you hand it over to god you 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 he is ultimately in control, but then you have to do your part as well. It's not that God is going to fix everything in life for you. Quite on the contrary, God always wants to involve us. And that's what you see in the Bible time and again. I mean, the Bible is full of stories, not about really about God. It's about people trying to do what God asks them to do. And so God always involves us to to do whatever we can to, uh, to, to change the world and to change your own life first and then the lives of others uh, as a result. And so I think that's what he means. It's like you, you got to pray because ultimately everything that you, can, that you can do yourself is by the grace of God. All the, all the talents that you have, the, the opportunities that arise, it's, it's all given to you. It's not something that you create yourself. It's all grace. But on this, on the other hand, it's not that you can just sit back and let God fix everything and just send you a check every month. At least that's not my experience. I don't right. know about you. Yeah. <laughs> so and if- we we got to do what we can. What, 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 we we got to work hard and as hard as we can, um, uh, as as though everything depends on you. But you know that it, that's not really true because everything that we do, we can do it because of God. Right. And and I and I totally buy that. And and I think the problem is. Not so much that I would be leaning towards the extreme of just sitting back, relaxing, and saying, "Ah, I can hang out here for a couple more hours and 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 just sit down and watch some TV with the family because uh, I trust God to provide everything." You know, it, it, that that's definitely not an extreme that I think that I need to worry about at this time. Uh, but but where the where I struggle with with that you know working as though it depends on you is when you know I wake up at five o'clock in the morning and I do spend a great deal of uh, time alone with God and have some great time of prayer and and then after that I I do have you know some breakfast uh, during a reasonable amount of, amount of time and hang out with the kids a little bit and then come down and start working you know usually as early as you know seven thirty eight o'clock in the morning and and the next thing I know you know I, I take a a short break for lunch, not anything special. And, and then I go back to work and, and the kids are home from school and, and they call me up for dinner. And, and then all of a sudden it's like, well, I've still got a couple more things to do. Uh, and then I'll be finished. And then I'm down here for two more hours. And the next thing I know, it's like, uh, 10 o'clock at night and it's time to go to bed. But I still have, you know, if, oh man, I tell you what, tomorrow's live show Thursday or tomorrow is a full day of consulting. And, there really are these three other things that have been sitting on my desk and they're really important. Ah, you know, and, and of course, you know, and if I allow that to continue to happen, the next thing I know it's one o'clock in the morning and guess who's not getting up at five tomorrow and putting exactly. God first. And that's when I fear the quote unquote work as though it depends on you. Well, but then you're, I think the definition of work it becomes a bit too much. Then you're yeah. you're you're trying to do too much. Then you you try to you, you go over your own boundaries and your own limitations, and that is never good, right? So uh, I think it's it's all with you know you, you got to keep it balanced. Yeah, and obviously uh. when you. <laughs> and, but, but, and go ahead, share a little no, bit about what's going on with I, you. I think that's that's uh, that's what what I've been struggling with as well for for a long time, and I, I'm starting to find to to feel that I'm I've 
I've found that balance, or at least much more than I ever did, because I was very much like you. I would work until very late at night and always feel guilty uh, about not doing enough and, and, and or thinking that I didn't do enough. And, uh, and I'm, I'm learning to let go. And in a way, it's funny, but these, these moments where I fall, where, where I get ill and I, I just, I can't do anything. I basically see them as, as training ground for, you know, letting go and, and, and uh, giving it back to God and, and say, well, hey, I can't do anything right now. Even if I wanted to, I am just so sick that I can't even, I can't even stand on my feet, let alone sit at my, at my desk and doing something. And so it's all about uh, doing the things that are really important and letting go of the rest and, and simplifying your life as much as possible. Because sometimes you just have to uh, cut back on the things that you think you need to do. And, and always ask yourself, so what, is, what are the, the real priorities in my life and where am I wasting time and what can I hand over to other people and, uh, and what shouldn't be part of, of my work, you know? And, and that is a constant struggle because the both of us, I think, are, are very eager to do a lot of things and we, we like the work that we do, which makes it even harder to discern, you know, what should I do and what shouldn't I do? In your case, you have a family to take care of, which is even more of a responsibility responsibility than in my case where well you know if i don't if i can't pay my bills i'm the only one who's going to suffer from that but um it's it's in a way uh i i I find that now that i've cut back on a lot of the superfluous things and that i try to simplify my workload and only do what i what i really think is important it opens it, it gives me much more energy to do the things that i do well to be more focused and and it's actually it it's more effective. I'm I, with the with less work, I can do more. It's it's very strange. And anyway, uh, it's it, I'm in a, I'm in a good place, and I I'm it's still challenging because I'm I'm always afraid to do less because I'm I, I fear that you know it will have consequences for for um for for SQPN for my income for everything, but. Mm, you know, usually that that will that sorts it out um, automatically. Yeah, yeah. And uh, anyway, there are some some other developments that I want to share, but uh, I'm going to do that later on in the show when we talk about assertiveness. It's something very important that I learned over the past two days. But but I want to uh, talk a little bit uh, about something totally unrelated, and that is about the new season of The Biggest Loser. I've been able to catch up on the last two episodes, and uh, I, I'm just curious to to hear your opinion. How, how do you, what do you think of the of the new season? Well, I have two episodes sitting up on my DVR, and right as Stephanie was recording the Full Time Mom podcast before this, I watched the first 25 minutes of the first episode of this new season. So, All right. so really, I haven't seen a whole lot other than you know Jillian and um, uh, I can't even Bob. Bob go in and say that he's like, oh, everybody's all smiles and uh, it's going to change. Ah, this is all great, but uh, it's going to be hard work. And of course, there's the weigh-ins, and that's pretty much where I'm at. And it's the same as <laughs> it's the only thing that that I've got so far is that they're not telling us who the new trainers are. Right, and they keep that up for a while. <laughs> they're not going to reveal them. Not that we know them. But it's just, you know, their introduction has to be something big because they are going to carry the show forward. So yeah. they have to, uh, to uh, uh, kind of uh, make us anticipate that revelation. Uh, I just hope it's not going to be a downer because everybody now 
people are starting to think that perhaps it's perhaps it's uh, you know former contestants and there's all sorts of speculation about who which celebrities are going to take over. I'm pretty sure that these two, the both of them are totally unknowns, but uh, but they're good. Yeah. But what I really like this season, I like it so much more than season ten. Um, mostly because I really like the contestants. That I that I love them. They're all very sympathetic to me. There's some great and it's couples, so they care for each other. And I always like to see that. And yeah. and there's so much more. Uh, it's more vibrant. There's more energy. They're super motivated. And then they do this thing. This this is a tiny little spoiler, but if you watch the first episode, you you will know this already. But what, basically, what they're going to do is the two unknown trainers are going to take half of the group, and they will be able to choose. The, the group will be able to choose whether they go with Bob and Jillian or with the unknown trainers. And if they choose the unknown trainers, they get immunity for a couple of weeks. Oh. And so that, there's going to be this this rivalry or this challenge. It's not really a rivalry. It's not at all ugly. But there's this very big good. All right. We're breaking up your audio there Con- right now. Petition. Okay. But actually... I'll tell you what, I'm going to pause for one second. Okay, and we're back. And I'm sorry, what were you saying, Father Roderick? Okay, well, the uh, there's, a, there's a very cool competition, very fun competition between the two groups. So the, the unknowns, they are working out. Like, never, I've never seen that before. They are losing uh, incredible amounts of weight. They're setting records for, this, for the whole series. And then the other group with... with um, uh, Bob and Jillian, who they thought that they had a better deal, but they have they huh, it's, it's tough for them. It's really tough. So, and there's a lot of there's a lot of humor in in this season. So, oh, I love it. I love this season. I know that I'm going to watch this all the way through the end. I, I'm going to love it. I already know it. Well, that that is that is great, and I'm glad to hear that. Now, one thing I will tell you is that while I was upstairs watching. Uh, the Biggest Loser. I I looked very silly, but uh, the for the twenty five minutes that I was watching it, I was doing like running in place, jogging, jumping jacks, and uh, <laughs> and I'm like, you know what? I I need to I need to at least feel a little bit of good about going into the uh, Balanced Living Weekly podcast. But yeah, so one of the things that I'm thinking about doing is doing some kind of aerobic activity while watching that Biggest Loser show each week. Mm, yeah. I don't know. Do you have something like a training device or something that you can just put in front of the TV? Or <clears throat> I don't have it. I don't have any special devices. I mean, we have our you know our hand weights that you hold in your hands when you're doing your exercise and stuff like that. But um, I can definitely mm. I can definitely do cardio without any special gear. Uh, That's just, yeah. You can do jumping jacks. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So, it's, it, yeah. It, I, I don't do that actually. I just sit in a chair and I watch it. <laughs> but, uh, the the important thing is that we don't sit in the chair with a big huge bowl of chips or something, right? Right. No, no. <laughs> I don't do that anymore. I, I used to do that. Yeah, I honestly yeah. confess. But uh, no, I'm beyond that right now. <laughs> but anyway, it's it's a great it's a great show. I still love it, and uh, I, and I, I I would love to uh, to talk about it some more in in future episodes of Balanced Living Weekly, even yeah. though we uh, we kind of expanded our uh, our scope for this show, yeah. which brings us to the next topic. And perhaps we need the tum 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 music here uh, because you 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 dread this moment, don't you? <laughs> here we go. 
That's what. All right. So yeah, here's the deal. Um, I am not happy to tell you what's been going on. Although, if I can give excuses, if you don't mind, um, I was sick pretty much through the entire month of December, and and uh, I have not returned to my physical activity since I've uh, kind of been over it all, unfortunately. Um, and really not because I don't have enough time because, you know, you get up at five o'clock in the morning there, there's time in the day. I just haven't made it that priority. And well, uh, I am pulling up my lose it and I am going to just tell you right now that, um, at my lowest, I think I had gotten down to two. What did I, what was my lowest? It doesn't, I wish lose it would show me what my lowest was. But mm-hmm. uh, I think my lowest I got down to so far was 215 or something like that. I might have got down to 212. But, um, you know, I've slowly been kind of creeping up and, and uh, I'm currently at 228 again. So oh. now I started at 268. So I'm still 40 pounds less than what I started originally, which is I, I'm very happy about. But I'm not happy about the fact that... Um, you know, th- this morning I got on the scale and I was another pound heavier than last week. And last week I was a couple pounds heavier than, uh, well, uh, six or seven weeks ago. So, um, even though you have been counting calories, I saw and I saw you checking in on uh, on lose it several times. Yeah, uh, uh, and sometimes I, you went over budget. Do you think that that's a problem, or is it just a lack I, of exercise? Or it, I I went a little over budget, um, and it has I, I have no doubt that it's a lack of any physical activity at all. I mean, it, it's it's quite simple. No physical activity. Yeah, uh, yeah. it's it's not even like intention. It's like pff, I wake up in the morning, you know, go sit down, come downstairs, work, go upstairs, eat, come downstairs, work, go upstairs, hang out with family, uh, bedtime. That's it. That that's <laughs> physical activity. You know, up and down the steps a couple times, and so it's okay. it's not it's not good. And and um, I am making a commitment uh, to you guys. I I committed to starting to count my calories back again this week. And right. so I am back to counting my calories and um, I'm making a commitment right now that um, uh, starting today, I'm back to uh, a minimum of one hour of daily physical activity, intentional physical activity, and these pounds are going to melt away. Yes, I am totally convinced that they will. And actually, I can tell you, I can guarantee you that they will because they did for me. Um I've 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 been actually motivated by you to start counting my calories again and lose uh, use lose it again, and uh, I've been faithfully doing that ever since the, the start of the new year, and I started running again, uh, uh, which I hadn't been doing for more than a month. So I was I was afraid that uh, I, I had and, and I had gained a lot of weight as well. I, I think I already mentioned that last time that we spoke, but I. I gained, I don't know, like 16 pounds or 18 pounds, just a tremendous amount of, of, of weight uh, ever since Thanksgiving. Uh, I went to the United States, uh, did Thanksgiving, then it was Christmas time, I got ill, like I worked way too much and I didn't, I didn't pay attention, I didn't work out and that's how you gain weight. And then at the beginning of this year, I was like, okay, this is going to stop and I am going back to what I know for sure works and that is counting my calories, staying completely faithful to the to the budget as much as possible uh, and i even went as far as you know when i went over budget i i did a, a workout like at 10 o'clock in the evening <laughs> just right. for half an hour 
know, it's just doing some wee workout uh, just to uh, get under budget again before I went to sleep. Wow. And then I... I, I I started uh, following a new schedule. I'm, I'm I set myself a new goal, which is to run another marathon uh, at the end of April, which means um, and that is a huge motivator for me because I, I, then I have a, a weekly recipe, a, a weekly schedule that tells me exactly when to work out, how many miles I have to run, when I have to rest, you know, all that stuff, and uh, that's been a huge help. I, I need really a, a almost like a day by day coaching for me to be motivated and it, it also helps me to not overtrain not overdo it and and so you know on one day it tells me to just run 3 miles i'm like 3 miles that's huh, that's nothing you know and but then i know that in, during the weekend i'm going to run 6 miles and 11 miles on saturday and sunday so it also helps me to you know not overdo it and my goodness, the pounds have started to melt. Unbelievable. It's very motivating. So I just stepped on the scale just before the show to kind of get the final result. This past week alone, seven days, I lost five pounds. I mean, I felt like I was on the biggest loser. <laughs> like five pounds in one week. Awesome. <laughs> that is awesome. That I is felt really amazing and uh and and it's it's very motivating because it proves to me that what has worked in the past still works and it wasn't by chance that i lost all that weight you know last year and i can do it again and and so can you and and that's because nothing has changed there's just still no magic it's it's all you know it's just mathematics yeah. <laughs> and it works and super cool. And then I got another confirmation from a good friend of mine, uh, Jim Beagley. Um, he's a co-host on uh, The Secrets of Harry Potter over at sqpn.com. And uh, he has lost since Christmas, only since Christmas. He, he's been using Lose It, uh, just like us. And he did a little bit of exercise, but not too much. But just by counting calories, he has lost 18 pounds. That is amazing. All of a sudden, my five pounds was like, a, I shouldn't even mention it. It's 80 pounds for just since Christmas. I mean, that's unbelievable. So I cannot recommend Lose It uh, enough. It, it's just been a lifesaver. It's, it's so cool. And it's so fun because now with the new Lose It, you know, they've been upgrading the, the, the application uh, quite a bit. And, and uh, what I was always... Uh, uh, what I didn't like about it was that, you know, here in Holland, we have different types of food. So we, we a lot of the stuff that is in the database doesn't apply to uh, my situation. And so I have to create a lot of custom food. And, and then they would give me that generic icon, you know, the, just a blue knife and fork. And it just didn't look that, that cool. But now I can create my own food and I can give it a little icon. So I've been creating all these little custom quantities and food and it's all, all the Dutch food is in there and it looks cool. So now it's actually, and I'm a nerd, I know, but I just love to see that big list with all these nice colorful icons. It's like you know, every day I make a nice little picture of everything that I ate. I just love doing that. that is, <laughs> it makes counting calories so much fun. That is cool. I'm going to tell you something really exciting about Lose It here in just a second after I reconnect with Father Roderick again to get the audio quality back. Okay, so we're back. And uh, so and going back to this Lose It thing here, the most amazing thing is, is, uh, is available uh, or the most amazing news is now available for me to share with you. And that is prior to... Um, 
I guess just recently, prior to just recently, you had to have an iPod Touch or an iPhone or an iPad or some kind of mobile device to be able to use Lose It. You couldn't mm-hmm. even create an account on their website, and of course, um, to be able to add cal- you know, to add your calories and stuff like that, you did it all pretty much on your phone on the device. It would <sighs> sync online. You could see reports online and some other things online, but yeah. you you had to have it. Guess what? Now you do not need an iPhone, an iPod, or anything else. All you need is a web browser. Go to loseit.com, sign up for a free account, and you can now enter all of your calories. You can do everything you could do on the iPhone. You can now do on the website. And if you have an iPhone, it is beautiful syncing back and forth. That is Awesome. And you know, this is also great news for non-American listeners because uh, so far the Lose It application was only available in the U.S. store because it, it was so American-based. But now everybody can, lose, uh, can, can sign up and use the website. That's great. I encourage every single person listening to this podcast go to – unless you already have another system that's working great for you. If you do, there's no reason to change. But if you do not currently count your calories at all, go to loseit.com and sign up for a free account today. It is totally worth it. And if you can train yourself to count those calories and to put them in, it is amazing what you can do. It it really is. And I, lo- I love the fact that, you know, it's like I was upstairs the other day. I had my lunch and I knew exactly how many calories was in my lunch. But there was a chance that if, you know, my phone was down here in the studio. Now, I could have ran down to the, but I wasn't going to do that. The thing is, I could have potentially forgot to add my calories. And of course, then, you know, I don't know about you. It doesn't take too much for me to get out of the habit of counting calories. Mm -hmm. But because I was, you know, there's a computer upstairs. I just went over the computer. I logged in real quick. I added my lunch and boom. And of course, later... Um, you know, I, I opened up the application just to see how I was. And I mean, it's, it's like, it's instantly there. It, the syncing is seamless and I, this, this is big news for everybody. Oh yeah. And, and, and really it makes calorie counting fun. And you know, another thing that I love that they added and it's stupid, but it, again, it appeals to the geek in, in inside of me. It are the badges. You now get badges. You get a little prizes and little medals for, you know, certain achievements. So just five minutes before we started to record, I saw that I had a new batch, which was kind of the, what was it? The super workout badge or something like that. Anyway, probably has to do with the, um, uh, the, the, the exercise that I did or the, the amount of exercise that I did this week. But it just gives you a little extra motivation. It's like, oh, cool! I got a new sticker. Yep. <laughs> and everybody, I think they all took that from you know those location-based apps, and then you know, uh, glue use that uses that, or what is it? The, okay, the glue, glue it, or glue, the yeah, glue something thing. like that. So get uh, glue. Yeah, it's called get, get glue. Get glue. Yeah, th- there you go. Yep. Um, so it, it's it's improving all the time, and it's it's just a lot of fun. Hey, did you see Stephanie's uh, blog post that she put online? Yes. Oh, what an awesome blog. Stephanie posted, uh, and I think that I've, I don't remember ever seeing a blog post by Stephanie, but in it's on gspn.tv slash after 72 pounds. So after and then the number 72 and then pounds. Um, and she shares seven, what is it? Seven benefits of, of having lost 
so much weight because she's she's a totally different person, uh, as you can tell from the photos on that on that particular uh, blog page. And it's it's great. So um, of course I'm I'm just a reader. You you know the inside story. So yeah, uh, it's, the blog post is uh, my favorite things about losing seventy two pounds. Uh, and um, she is she is absolutely amazing. The one thing I will tell you is every word on that blog post my wife did right. It is her first blog post in years. And previously, when she had a blog. I think she she had posted like three different posts and decided that blogging wasn't for her. My friend, really? she's a natural. She it's an awesome blog post. This is probably one of the best blog posts uh, among one of the best blog posts that I think I've seen. This was all written by her. I want to ask everybody listening to this: do me a favor, because you know um, she 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 you know she's a little self conscious. She she wants to blog more, but she doesn't think she's a good writer. She doesn't think anybody cares about what she has to say, and and she knows this is not true because of the full time mom. I want to ask you: do me a favor, send an email, Stephanie. That's S T E P H A N I E at gspn.tv send her an email stephanie at gspn.tv and after you read that blog post do me a favor and and just send her a little note of encouragement that you that of, of what you thought of her blog post and yeah she she is an amazing person you can see in the photos um and i'll, I'll just share with people real quickly uh the seven things that she says number one she the number one thing she loves about uh losing this much weight is the way that her kids see her and that uh, our kids were always respectful to us, uh, even when we were at our heaviest, and and they were never disrespectful. But um, the other thing is, is is they they asked mom if it's okay if they referred to her as you know as her firm former self as fat mom, and and Stephanie was like, well, yeah, because I mean I didn't realize that, but that's how my kids saw me, especially when. You know, they actually saw their friends' moms who weren't so overweight and and stuff like that. And so she says it's it's completely changed the way that her kids see her and and our children see her, and and that is pretty awesome. Number two is uh, she. I think at I think at her highest, she was either in a size sixteen um, pants for women. I, I don't understand how those sizes things works, but she went. For, she's all the way down now into a size six. So she's dropped ten sizes in in her in her uh, pant size. Uh, yeah, tying her own shoes without you know losing her breath or feeling like in pain. Uh, hey, but if I'm gonna I'm gonna interrupt you because you could, you're giving it all away. Oh. I re- keep it a secret because it's an awesome awesome blog post. It's very personal. You got to see those pictures to believe them. Uh, yes. I mean, it's just it's not the same person anymore. It's unbelievable. And uh, no, really, don't don't miss that blog post. But just, let's not give it all away because Sounds it's good. something you have to you have to read it and and to yeah to just experience it. But it's it's great, and I hope that she will blog a lot more like this because it's a, that that is the, the kind of stuff that I love to read. I because it's personal. Know. It's about her passion. It's about yeah, it's, and it's very relatable. Not that I wear. A, size six jeans or you know <laughs> you understand what she's been experiencing and it's just so awesome to read and so motivating to read about her success and about her you know and, and the 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 payoff the 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 way it ha- has enriched not just her life but you know it has enriched her whole family this 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 process and it's it just you know we're proud of her 
Absolutely. And and I will make sure that she understands that and hears that and and anybody who would send her a note in the email would be a, would be a huge blessing to her. I guarantee you that. So tell me a little bit about this assertiveness topic. Yeah, it's it's a topic that I wanted to mention a little bit because I've been experiencing a couple of things that made me want to share about this. <clears throat> it's you know, uh we're we're all from time to time in a situation where you feel like you want to react and you want to speak up or, you know, stand up for yourself, but you don't. You just, you know, you don't dare to or you feel it's not appropriate or you don't know exactly how or, uh, you know, and and, and a, a lot of uh, weight loss, of our weight loss, uh, weight problems and, and sometimes compensating with food are, I think, related to the fact that we often have let other people go over our boundaries and we hurt, we feel pain. And instead of defending ourselves and standing up for our own rights and our own, you know, dignity, we, we try to self-medicate by, by overeating. And I know that that's something that has been really a problem for me in the past where I, I always, even from the, from, from, you know, like, uh, school years when I was a kid, I, you know, I was always a kid that get, got, bullied by other kids and uh and i i i was afraid to stand up for myself and then later on it it, it boomeranged when i started to work in a in a parish and i i just didn't respect my own boundaries and and people just asked more and more and more and i was working day and night and i felt like you know where am i in this whole picture and then i got ill i got overworked and i had to stop working for for six months it was like whoa and so i learned some valuable lessons but every every now and then I still revert back to that old, you know, kind of fearful me where, you know, someone hurts me or, uh, or is, there's a situation where I feel that uh, it's not right and I don't dare to speak up. Well, I'm starting to really change that behavior. And I, I think it's partially because of all the inner strength that I got by, by getting fitter and, 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 and feeling more confidence in the way that, that I can be in control over things. And so, um, the, the most important thing that happened, uh, and this was two weeks ago, is like I've been doing this work for television and radio. And it's very intensive work. It's, it's really, uh, you know, it costs a lot of energy, a lot of time. I love doing it, but it's, you know, it's, it's also a job. It, it can generate income for me. It's a, you know, there is money for these programs. And so I was glad that I could do something besides just podcasting, uh, in order to pay the bills. But the problem was they never paid me. They always, they were always like, oh, well, there are legal problems and we don't know exactly what the, how we can do it, you know, tax for, for taxes. And it's, it's a complicated construction because you're working as a priest. So you're paid by the parish. So how, and every month there seemed to be a new problem and they just kept putting it off, which ultimately resulted in me having worked for almost a year and a half without being paid a dime. Absolutely ridiculous. And then just before uh, Christmas, they f- came to me again and it was like, okay, we need to kind of sort this out. And uh, well, I-, I guess they were feeling the heat as well because, of course, they had to kind of uh, justify the, the, their, their books or whatever. And so uh, they, we had a talk. And then, well, we're going to, they finally found a construction that would work for them. And then they would 
give, uh, you know, present me a contract. And they had already mentioned some amounts that they would pay me in the past. And then the day before Christmas, I'm not kidding you, the day before everything just goes down and nobody works, they sent me this contract over, over email and all the amounts had been lowered. And there were ridiculous, ridiculous things. I mean, I, I won't go into details, but I mean, it was just totally ridiculous. I was like, what? I'm working day and night and I am just... This is this is a it's less than a fee. I mean, if I would deliver pizzas, I would make more money. So I was I was mad. I was angry, and at the same time, I was like, "What am I going to do?" You know, it's basically I'm it's take it or leave it because this had to be arranged before the end of the year because of taxes. And so I was like, "What am I going to do? I have to accept this, otherwise I won't get any money." And and they might put it off for another you know six months. And then I decided, you know, I'm just going to call them up. I'm going to tell them I uh, everything that I think about this. And this was a huge step for me because I don't like talking about money, especially because I'm a priest, you know. So and I was like, what kind of impression are they going to get? But on the other hand, I, I felt like I'm being taken advantage of. And so I, I told them, you know, and I just wrote a long email just saying, this is what I do. This is the amount of time that I spend every week. And I feel that you guys are not aware of, of what this is costing me. And and be well aware of what I would charge if I would do this, you know, for a, a, a normal or regular business. If I if someone asks me to speak or to be like uh, the host of a whatever conference or whatever, this is what my rates are per hour. This is what you guys are paying me. <laughs> this is how many hours I work. And so I made a long list of specifying everything. And I think this is what you want to pay me. This is what I think you should pay me. And then I, 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 I send it. And I was like, that's the scariest thing I've ever done. I've, I've never been this assertive before in my life. And, you know, I was, I was afraid that they would just kick me out of the door. It's like, okay, that, it's over. We'll just hire another priest who won't be this difficult, you know. Quite the contrary. They invited me. We had a very good talk. And they basically agree, you know, we're going to pay whatever is in the contract and then we're going to pay you more and we're going to rectify the situation and here's what we're going to pay you next year. And man, that was a totally different picture. And, and I was so glad that I stood up and, and that I, that I actually defended. And I, it was crazy because I, again, I don't like to do that. I don't like to negotiate this kind of stuff. But it was, I felt like my gain is not just the money because, that, and that's very welcome because I, we're on a very tight budget and, and, and I haven't been able to pay the bills lately. And so that was very welcome. But I feel that I've gained so much more and that is kind of self-respect. And I, I learned that it's, you know, if you are assertive and if, if you feel that you're mistreated and you know that what you're asking is reasonable, then you should speak up and you should defend yourself. And in a way, it's very analogous to what you see on The Biggest Loser, where you have these moms and these dads and they sacrifice their time, they sacrifice their life for their kids, for their husband, for their wives. They always work, but they they forget one thing and that is to respect themselves and to respect their own boundaries. And so in a way, this was a huge victory for me and I've learned a lot. And so I'm starting to apply that to a lot of other situations as well. People are sending me crappy emails, you know, just putting me down on Twitter. I was like, okay, I'm blocking you. I'm no longer talking to you. Here's what I think. You know? 
And I feel good about it because I'm I'm not I don't want to be a difficult guy. I don't want to overreact. And I do count to 10 and sometimes I count to 100. But if if I feel that I have to stand up for myself and I have to defend myself, I do it. And I I like it because it it makes me feel that I'm back in control of my life. And that has a kind of a halo effect on all the other areas. And I, I, I it makes me stronger. And so wow, I just wanted to share that with our listeners. And I, I hope they recognize that. And, and, and you know, so perhaps the, our listeners might also, so some of our listeners might struggle with that, you know, when to react and when to speak up for yourself and defend your own rights. And, and, and sometimes you have to defend, you have to help other people to stand up for themselves. And so that's, that's something that I hope to do as well. Um, anyway, if you have any feedback about that, I'd love to hear it because I... I you know, I'm still learning this, but uh, wow, it, it was a it was a big step. Well, I'm very glad to hear that that things worked out ex- ex- so well for you, especially in that situation with the the financial thing. And and um, that is a great lesson for us to learn is to to set appropriate br- boundaries and and to not let people walk all over us. You, you have to stand up for what your rights are at at certain times, and there are times, you know, to to bite your tongue, to count to ten or even a thousand, like you said. Uh, but but we shouldn't allow it, things to continue to go when things aren't be, when we're not being treated right. So I absolutely love it. you know whatever your feedback is, we want to hear from you. Give us a call 859-795-4067. You can give us a call 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. Uh, again that phone number 859-795-4067. Also want to let uh, Emily know out there she's called in uh, some feedback which we will get to in our next episode next week uh, since we're a little bit out of time here but uh, we want to say thank you Emily for calling in and we encourage the rest of you to call as well Father Roderick I will be back next week and I will be at least three pounds lighter than I am today awesome you're gonna do it I feel it <laughs> I am gonna do it and I'm gonna I'm gonna rock it and uh, and encourage people to uh, hold me accountable you know, and say, hey, Cliff, you know, um, how, how's your workout today? You know, send me a Twitter reply or Facebook comment, something like that. Anyway. And if you do that via Twitter, uh, use the hashtag P-A-B-L, which stands for Pursuing a Balanced Life. That's kind of the hashtag that we started to use to share our little victories or, or challenges, you know, everything that is related to balance in your life. So use hashtag P-A-B-L. Exactly. Folks, thank you for tuning in. We'll be back again next week with another episode of Balanced Living Weekly. God bless y'all.